Sarah here, and thank you for tuning in to another week. This episode, Kathy and I discuss some of our embarrassing memories of dumb shit we've done, including childhood diaries to feeling young and invincible. Hope you enjoy! Hi, everyone, and welcome back to We've, We've made, made a, a mistake. mistake. I'm Kathy. And I'm Sarah. Yeah. Um, what did we do this? I feel like I really didn't do very much except recover from being sick. Oh, yes. I did discover. Um, so last week we talked about how I, the TJ Maxx debacle. Mm-hmm. Show, <laughs> I got my eucalyptus leaves. Yes. Hung them on my shower. I don't smell them. At all. I know wow. I my sense of smell hasn't been the greatest, mm-hmm. like, as I've been getting better. But I asked Jim the other day, like, do you even smell the eucalyptus in the shower? And he was like, no. I, I, I feel the same way, too. I feel like you need to have a certain amount of it. Yeah? To actually smell it. you have to, like, it. rub them? Like, you need you know to a certain fill <laughs> your whole shower with just... Well, you know how... Your shower curtain has to, to be eucalyptus. You have to, like, rub them to get the... Oh, yeah. The incense or whatever it is. So you're not rubbing them correctly. Do I need to, like, rub them on my body? <laughs> <laughs> like, just pinch yourself with them? Do I need to, like, smack myself with the leaves? <laughs> Um, anyway, it didn't work and all, all it really did was attract bugs. Like there were like mm-hmm. so many flies and like weird mosquito things. I in think it. it's just pretty. I, sorry. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I tried it. The aesthetic was nice. It was a great idea, but in theory it didn't really execute. Yeah. So that, so that happened. So eucalyptus <laughs> nay. Nay. X nay on the. Fake candles. Yay. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then I went on a date night. We did something different this Ooh. week. We, we did like a rooftop cinema. So on the top of the high, I always see stuff popping up. It's really this. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, okay. Let me rephrase that. The movie we saw wasn't that great. It wasn't the best choice. Yes. We saw Wonder Woman 1984, which I was stoked for. Yeah. And it has Kristen Wiig. We already discussed this yeah. last week. You all know how I you watched that already. Oh, it's a different no, one? This oh, is okay. the first time. I watched Barb and oh. Star visit Vista Del Mar, which oh, is yeah, also yeah. terrible. Okay. Kristen Wiig has not had a good week <laughs> in my book. Um, but it was good. Like, it was entertaining, I guess. But mm-hmm. it was just so cheese and so yeah. the plot was just had a lot of holes in it. And we were just kind of, honestly, we were laughing at certain parts because it was so Sometimes insane. that makes it funny. It, I feel it, like it. there's some movies where, like, I hype myself up so much and then I get so disappointed. That's why I'm trying not to hype up any movie. Yeah. The other one that Kristen Wiig was in was, um, remember the Ghostbusters? They did all a female, an all-female yeah, cast. I saw that, though. I watched it. It was cute, but yeah. I just assumed I'd be, like, laughing, like, my stuff, like, remember that feeling where you want your stomach's gonna pop out? I thought oh, that would happen. I, oh, I thought you were gonna say when you feel like you've had like an ab workout, like a yeah, I wanted that. That's yeah, a better analogy. Great, ab, whatever that <laughs> master crunch machine is that came out, ab like, lounge, which there was some, some, and it like vibrates your stomach, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like the mass ab master. They have a new one now that like vibrates your butt and it gets bigger, really. Okay. Yeah. Should we do? Should we do like a Kathy and like, try? I feel episode? like it's gonna be like a thousand dollars per okay, minute. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was essentially my week. Okay. What about you? Well, um, so I am now. I went back on Hinge, y'all. <gasps> so I, I check. I don't check it frequently, but I, I'll look at it like after a shift or whatever, and I'll mm-hmm. see like who won Diaz. Yeah. Who wanted Diaz? 
<laughs> That's how I even is that what all you my put messages? Who won? Who won these? Um. So I ended up going on a date on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I did my thing. I sent you my location. Yeah, you did. I even changed up the place I was supposed to meet this guy just because the place was sketch. And I'm like, yeah. I watch way too much SVU. Yeah, this isn't gonna happen. Right. Um. So I thought it was an okay day. And then while walking back home, I started voice messaging Sarah. Yeah. And I was like, actually, it wasn't that good. It was terrible. So first walking in, well, one of our first conversations, we talked about animals because he did bring his dog and the dog was super cute. I'll get to that in a bit. Um, he's allergic to cats. And I don't care if you're a cat person or a dog person. I, I love both. It's just right now I can only have cats. But right. how he delivered that, like, oh, I'm allergic to cats. I'm just like, yeah, it's called fucking Claritin. Well, I'm allergic <laughs> to your personality. Yeah. So I'm going to see my way out. <laughs> it's almost like he needed the dog probably to, like, offset. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I felt like a, the dog was adorable. It was, like, a, a pit mix. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Super cute. He, like, had his, like, face like on my lap the whole time he was just like this um and i think that's his way of getting girls because then he said a comment like oh my gosh she doesn't really like that many people and I'm oh like, my god he says that to everyone yeah <laughs> yeah she never does that wow <laughs> do you want to sleep with me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but we kept talking about the dog constantly and he, i think he was one of those people and again i'm not shitting on them yeah i i love the whole rescue animals right like adopt don't shop yeah but it's the people that constantly remind you that the dog is adopted that yeah. annoy me it sounds yeah. like oh he's a rescue and yeah. it's like ma'am i just asked you to step aside like it's like not yeah. even you're yeah in the realm of things but you were telling me um he was saying how like the dog rescued him yeah <laughs> I didn't. Ex I just thought it'd be a regular rescue, but I honestly feel like during COVID, she saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he didn't say that verbatim. But it was like around the whole like I found a spiritual awakening. Oh my god! Or some shit like that. But anyways, I gave into it because it was like the only thing we really had in common was the fact that we loved his dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing was he's in the PhD program. Good for you. Yeah. Like that's awesome. And then. I think when after I made a joke, like, oh my gosh, everything you're about to tell me, because he wanted, I think it's somewhere in like genetics, which mm -hmm. already like, psh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like, right when I said that, like, oh, I don't really know that much about Spike, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. He took that as his little platform to just inform me what it is. Like, what, what the research like, pulled is. the PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> his phone turned into like, thing you mentioned. laser pointers, <laughs> yeah. and then he had like a projector. <laughs> um, but he kept talking about it and I honestly did feel a little bit inferior because he kept saying, like, oh, yeah, well, you probably don't know this part, but blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay. And then <laughs> I wanted a little bit of a clap back. So I said, oh, I actually dated this guy that was in the PhD program. He actually finished. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah, same age as us. Yeah. I think he's in whatever. Yeah, very accomplished. So young. Yeah. In the doctorate program. <laughs> Wasted no time. Wasted no time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was one of them. Another thing was I don't I don't want to seem like I expect anyone to pay for me. I don't. Okay. But I do like the chase, like the yes. part where like we're both reaching for a purse or yeah. not him, but like <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, whoa. <laughs> um, we're all reaching for like our wallets or whatever. Yeah. And I like the idea where he's like, oh no, don't. So we enter this brewery. I went in first right. thinking he would follow. And so I bought my beer. Again, it's only $8. Totally fine. We sit back down 
and then we drink our beer and then he yeah. looks at my drink and he's like oh do you want another one and i'm like oh yeah totally insinuating yeah i just, in, like, yeah, I, just I just assumed right and so at this place like if you leave you're gonna like lose your Spot. real estate of space or whatever <laughs> um and so i was like okay well i'll um do you want me to wait and save our spot he's like oh no you can go first and i was Ew. like okay <laughs> um and so i, I just thought so that much. was like that was a little bit cringy like i don't know like that wasn't the worst thing that could have happened but no. all of the other things it kind of like added on yeah like, exactly already hyping how great a person you are and yeah this beer was only eight dollars anyways that's just like one red flag on top of the other red flags yeah. that you revealed to me uh -huh. yeah and then at this point there comes a time during a date where i feel like i never had like a really really bad day because i like love talking about them if they are really bad yeah um so if i know that it's not going anywhere right like i know i'm not gonna sleep with you <laughs> i i like talk about like my favorite question to ask is, well, what do you have or what was like the worst day or what was the craziest day you've been on? Yeah. And so he says that he hasn't had that many crazy dates, but there was this one girl that did that didn't look like her pictures at all. Mm -hmm. So I like I think I was just like a little bit tipsy and I was like, you know what? I'm walking distance from home. I'm going to have some fun. And so I asked, like I made a comment and I was like, oh, well, I definitely know that I look a little bit heavier than my pictures. And, and then he, tell him what he said. You tell them. He said, he said, yeah, but I can tell who you, I can still tell who you are. Fucking dick. <laughs> but I was like, was I setting myself up? No, Kathy, I would have fucking walked out. <laughs> Like, I swear to God. <laughs> and, like, he's he was an attractive person, but it's, like, you're not Leo DiCaprio. Or, like, right. you're not, like, I you're don't know. You're not in a position to be pulling the shit yeah. that you are and to get away with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So I just was, like, oh, okay. And that, honest, that comment didn't even hit me until I was walking back home and I was, like, voice messaging you. And I'm, yeah. like, oh, actually, no, this day was not that great. But there was one thing that we we talked about a lot was that like he told me an interesting fact that he does jujitsu and yeah. there was this one girl that he was trying to avoid there because she he found out that she was in the Capitol riots. No way. Yeah. And I feel like that was my moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, we could talk about something. No, okay. I was gonna say at least that that's like a glimmer of hope. Yeah. You kind of know which way he leads. To make it really fun. Right. Yeah. And right. that's the thing, the date actually was pretty long. We got there like at seven and then they closed at nine, like a two hour. I was surprised thing. because you texted me probably like midway. 15 minutes. Yeah. And no, not even midway. Oh, I wanna really? say it was rather quick. Okay. And you were like, Yeah, I'm not into this. Like you you could tell rather quickly, yeah. you know, from meeting him that it, it wasn't going to go. Anywhere. And then I was like, this beer is really great. But I'm I just going to have beer. fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to have fun. And like, I haven't been on a date since December. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on this yeah, and have some fun. And yeah, I don't regret it. I just like, I wish it was someone else, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't Same dog, same dog, but different person, yeah. different answers. To when I say stuff. Yeah. But literally an entirely different night except the dog. The dog yeah. and the setting. Dog could stay. Yeah. I'd love to see the dog again. You can. <laughs> can you text him and be like, so we're not going to work out? Yeah. But what's up with your dog? <laughs> I'm going to FaceTime you, but turn the camera to your dog. <laughs> um, but other than that, I kept it really low. I didn't really feel yeah. that great on Saturday. Mm. Depression. Um, but I ended up just watch getting into The Handmaid's Tale, which Ooh. I got you into. Kathy got me. Y'all, y'all, you need, if you have not already, 
I just slammed the wall. <laughs> um, I'm like trying to tell the neighbors how good it is. Handmaid's um, Tale is so good. If you have not seen the ha- the Handmaid's Tale, you're missing out. And we're so happy because again, we just got into it, and there's yeah. like four seasons. I love that feel when you get into a new mm-hmm. like series. And you have so much ahead of you. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is going to occupy me for, like, months. That was, well, like, no, me. Probably weeks, yeah. to be honest. Well, yeah, I'm, like, mid. I'm almost done with season two. And oh I started gosh. on Friday. <laughs> and each episode is, like, an hour long. And there's, like, 13 episodes. <laughs> do you legit get, like, depressed when yes. you finish a series? Yes. Yeah. I, I think too. maybe that probably contributed. I started Friday. And I think I just, like, got really, really sad. And then. <gasps> the end. You felt the end was near. <laughs> yeah. And it was also really rainy and gloomy. Was it Not on true. Sunday? Day. And seasonal seasonal mm-hmm. affective disorder i yeah. i try to drive I, I try to visit my mom every sunday if i can yeah so i was like driving and it was gloomy and i brought i bring like one cat each visit so she can like play with them yeah. and i just remember feeling so protective of my cat like it's okay we could be fine and i was like am i the you were fucking hands me like as if you were rescuing the cat yeah. from like doom <laughs> the cat found me <laughs> <laughs> I rescued the cat, the cat family. I just got to I, I need to do a quick synopsis okay, yes. for those who don't just watch. in case. So basically it's set in the dystopian future mm-hmm. where like infertility is rampant because of all the environmental problems and like the pollution yes. and the, the earth is dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ta- also brushes on like sluttery. I don't think sluttery. that's a word. <laughs> Her coffee's back, guys. Her coffee's back. You just like willed my cough back. <laughs> or promise, like Jesus, just promiscuous. Because if like Sarah will get into it. Yeah. Well. Well. Basically, like, um, in response to like the infertility issues that plague society, mm-hmm. they strip women of their rights, their jobs, their life as they know it. Like, basically, one day like this the main character in the film mm-hmm. she's at work and her boss is like all of the women are let go like yeah they, and they do that across the board like in all of society and it's also rare that you can't like at this time only certain amount of people can actually have a successful birth like have yeah have baby yeah even if you do get pregnant and you have a baby it it's like a high likelihood that it'll Mm-hmm. Be born like a st- stillbirth or yeah. like, have some type of issue, and so that's what happens. They basically grab on to everyone that can have a successful exactly. birth and yeah. use them as like breeding machines, especially women who have had babies before that are healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've noticed that's kind of like a yeah, thing. that's exactly. Yeah. Um, and so basically, they like strip strip these women of their entire lives, mm-hmm. and they institute mandatory surrogacy. Mm-hmm. They call these women handmaidens, like yeah. And they, frame it as like they were chosen by god like this is your destiny yeah and that's how they're like and that's how a lot of them are brainwashed because they're just like oh my gosh this is my destiny and it does play into like it just touches all the topics religion Mm -hmm. environmental issues like rights yes they're women are treated as like secondhand secondhand citizens they're raped abused on the regular Mm -hmm. so i feel like it kind of even though obviously it's not like our society doesn't mirror theirs. It's not as extreme. I feel like there are subtleties like, yes. where rape culture is huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you know, this happens probably not, well, not obviously like this, but in other countries Yeah, and it sure. does brush on like immigration and it just dives into so many type of topics yeah. that, Oh, uh, it's watch it with, um, 
just be prepared. <laughs> I was gonna say to the cinematography. Yes, beautiful, gorgeous. Oh my god, the, the filming, the episode where it's like raining. Yeah, and the, how the rain was like cascading off of the umbrella. It was just oh. like gorgeous. Like everything about this show is wow. Yes, Chef's kiss. Yes. Um. Now let's get into some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so when I like I started becoming obsessed with the show, that I'm like, I want to know because there is a part I don't think Sarah got to yet that. Even though this whole show is controversial, there's this one part that I'll wait until you see it. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, this is too far. No, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah. So I go- Googled like handmade like controversy just so I can see like I want to see other people's comments to back up my grossness. Yeah. And Kylie Jenner popped up because mm-hmm. apparently, again, I didn't know about this show before now. Like, I didn't get into it. But she had a Handmaid's Tale themed party. Yeah. And it's like, is she stupid? Like, did she yeah. even watch the show? Because I feel like it's, first of all, grossly, like, insensitive to have a party like that, like, knowing what the show is about. And it's also, you're this privileged, rich girl. Yeah, like, of all people, you're the last person to have this kind of theme So you're making fun of. It's like a mockery. Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, what's that word? Not gentrification. It's, um... White culture appropriation to Handmaid's Tale. Yes, yes. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, It's absurd. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. And how come, like, okay, if we're talking about other, you know, things that people in the spotlight, like the girl, the girl from Matt James season, Rachel, Mm -hmm. Kirk Connell, whatever, um, the, the themed parties that she participated in, like that promoted cultural appropriation, like racism and stuff like Uh that, like, how come we aren't talking about this and, and Kylie and I what haven't, she did? And this was from a while back, too. So yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't gone. Well, unless I just uh, not pay attention, but. I don't know. I don't like it. But we're going to bring this back. We're going to start a movement. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, though, it's hard to imagine, like, how you were saying something happens where it just crosses the line. It's just, like, super gross. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that because. Guys, I'm only four episodes in, and there have already been, like, really Super disturbing triggering. things. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow, how much worse can it get? And I'm I'm scared. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, but, but I feel like once you hit it, you're going to be like, oh, this I'm is the part know. that Kathy's talking about. Okay, yeah. yeah. So what are we talking about this week? Random kid shit. Primarily... <laughs> dumb slash embarrassing shit Mm -hmm. we did when we were younger yes and maybe some of them we still do yes yeah so to kick it off we're gonna read uh, (laughs) the first entry in Uh each of our diaries so sarah i'll I'll kick us off i just want to highlight um the cover of this diary uh features winnie the pooh and piglet and a huge sunflower very um, very fitting for mm-hmm. someone uh, at early two thousand, early two thousands, really nice. ten years old. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. It says diary one. Not really. I I think I was hoping to have like many diaries like volume. over the course of my life, <laughs> but this was the only diary I ever had, and it's only four entries. <laughs> okay, so it says diary one, October fifteenth, two thousand and two. Dear diary. This is the first time I'm actually, I've actually written in a diary. But first, before I tell you anything, I need to store you with knowledge like a computer. (laughs) God, I was a fucking idiot. My favorite food is beef stir fry, chicken, and hamburgers. 
My favorite chip is Cheetos. And then I wrote to be continued dot, dot, dot. And literally on that same day, like probably an hour later, I wrote, sorry about that. I had to organize my library and dinner. <laughs> Such a busy girl. I feel like that's very true to me because I'm constantly like organizing mm -hmm. everything in my life. So <laughs> Jim was making fun of me because I brought this home from my mom's last night and he was reading it. Yeah. And he was like, hmm, I had to organize my library. You haven't changed one bit. <laughs> um, and then I go on to list a bunch of my favorites. I have dessert, brownies. I list my crushes. I, I don't know. Should I say I don't disclose their whole name. I just say their first name. Say it. And their first name. Okay. Anyway, my crushes are, so this is when I was 10 years old. Keep in mind. Okay. Chris J. Ooh. And his phone number. <laughs> Reggie B. Okay. <laughs> that was four, obviously. <laughs> um, Andre S. Oh, God. Everyone's going to know who these are. Justin C. My favorite bubble gum is Bazooka. My name is Sarah Evelyn Maroon. I'm 10 years old. I was born February 8th, 1992. I have a five-year-old annoying brother. <laughs> my favorite book is The Lottie Project. My favorite CD is Nellyville. Yes, that's my favorite part. <laughs> Pre that, I was pretty G for 10 years old. Yeah. Um, I write books and hope to become an author or a doctor when I grow up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, my favorite snack is Gardetto's. My mom is 37. My dad is 39. My favorite channel is Disney, number 63. Remember when it <laughs> yeah. Disney used to be number 63? Um, my favorite TV shows are Boy Meets World, Sister, Sister, and Smart Guy. My favorite movie is Kick It Up. That's it. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm only going to read like two more of these because okay, it's, it's pretty so funny. It's pretty redundant. Okay, th this one is my favorite, I think, in the whole diary. So this was the next day. Dear Diary, I think the most popular guy in school likes me. His name is Chris J. And I circled, like I encased <laughs> his name with a heart. He is a hottie, which I encased the word hottie with like flames, fire. Um, I was really embarrassed when I was dancing to Destiny's Child on a hit clip and he hit came clips. over, <laughs> he came over on his bike and saw me. He also said he liked my teeth and said that they were really straight. Well, I gotta go. Oh, one more thing. Since you're my special friend and no one knows about our secrets, can I call you Joe? Thanks. See ya. Um, how psychotic was I? <laughs> Um, and then the last thing is, first of all, every other writing in here is like, sorry, I haven't written in a long time. I've been like buried in work. Apologizing profusely. Yeah. Like, why was I so busy at 10 years old? Like, <laughs> apparently I just, I was really bad at keeping a diary because I keep apologizing to like this imaginary, I end up calling my diary Joe, right? And uh -huh. so I keep apologizing to Joe as if she's a real person. <laughs> Um, and then I keep talking about how busy I am all the time. Like, what did I have to do? I, it's not like I, I had a full-time job, you know, anyway. Um, organizing takes a lot of work too though, Sarah. That's true. The, the <laughs> last thing I'll read is, um, this is one of the last entries I have in here. It's like a month after I started it. Dear Joe, sorry, I haven't written in a long time. I've been busy lately. Anyway, I have to go. Bye. <laughs> like, what's the 
goddamn point. Like, seriously. I feel like there was a point where, like, I would diary, write in my diary, like, religiously. Like, every day after school. That was, like, yeah. my thing. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes I had nothing to talk about. So I'll just be like, mm, how are you? Like, I'll ask you a question. Like, yeah, nothing really happened. But... I had this for dinner and then I'll be yeah. like, okay, bye. Like you, I just always felt like I needed to talk to this like imaginary friend, but there yeah. was a point uh, earlier or like later on where I did the same thing. I didn't want to call it diary anymore, but mm-hmm. it's just, I was just such a dramatic kid. Yeah. So this was from, I'll read my first entry in a bit, but this was from June 24th, 2005. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was, but I put, I have officially ended middle school. Wow, we just saying it feels weird. The first entry I wrote was about starting sixth grade. As you notice, I didn't start this entry by writing Dear Diary. The thing is, I don't even know a diary. I want to just make this journal a book full of memories so I can look back and read moments of my younger days. <laughs> hey, this is pretty mature. Like, I feel like mine were so Okay, no, basic. but we were, okay, not, this is my first entry when I was like the same age as you. Well, I was 10 years. 2005 okay. would have been, what, 13? But this was... You're grown. You're, no, but my little. first entry was June 30th, 2002. Oh. And to describe this was. diary, I'll t- we'll take pictures of how they look like. Yeah. So um, the first thing I put when you first open my book is, if you read my diary without any permission, you will feel really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and at the other end, I put <laughs> my crushes. <laughs> So my first crush, first crush, kindergarten to second grade. Oh my <laughs> I gosh. I was like, I'm um, Kyle. And then from third, fourth, and fifth, Raymond. And I put hearts on each number. And then I also needed to manifest my dreams. <laughs> oh my when I grow up, I want to be a singer and actor, which we talked about in our Daddy. previous episode. Um, okay, but June 30th, 2002, preface my best friend just moved. Mm-hmm. Since Ashley's gone, I'm afraid our dreams will fade away. Oh, my God. Wait, this is in 2002? 2002. You were 10 when you wrote this. I think about it every single day. I miss her a lot. Oh. She doesn't go to Sophie's, which is our my aunt's, yeah. anymore because she told a lie about something. This is dark. What? <laughs> I know Ashley makes mistakes. Well, hey, everyone does. But whatever happens, she will always be my best friend. I'm still doing the same thing, thinking about Ashley. My dream, my life, it's very hard when you lose a friend. It's hard and sad, but always you have to let it go because it's life. But it's hard, really hard. (laughs) I was so dramatic. I'm sorry. I know I said I was done reading, but that just reminded me of an entry I had. Okay. But at least you were dramatic for a reason. Like you actually lost a friend okay or she moved away you know okay but oh, i like beat myself up in this entry over not writing in my diary <laughs> for like six days yes i said dear joe i'm so sorry i haven't written i've abandoned you huh <laughs> i'm mad at myself because the diary is a special friend that you always have to talk to and if i don't have a friend how can i survive all the teasing and the crimity <laughs> crimity <laughs> the true meaning of friendship is someone to talk to and have fun with, someone that listens to you and cares about you. To have a friend means to dot, dot, dot. I can't explain it, but it gives you the feeling of respect and dot, dot, dot. It just, 
it feels like your sister or relative because you spend so much time with this friend. And if you don't, you lose this very special friend. And I underline special oh three times. God. I better go now because I'm probably boring you with all these definitions. Bye. <laughs> like, was, okay, anyway, I'm sorry. I, I had a tangent uh, because, God damn, why were we so dramatic? We were so <laughs> dramatic. I'm going to find an entry. I feel like this will be a reoccurring thing where we can, yeah. like, talk about another entry. That stuff. was literally all of the entries. Oh, no, like, why? I think I just have, like, two more. I have this. I have one. Kathy's a lot. Three. I have five. And then I think it was, like, when actual stuff started happening mm -hmm. in my life, I just stopped. Because I'm like, oh, actually, things are fun. Like, <laughs> I think I just pulled my diaries mainly when I was, like, sad. Yeah. Which shows how many times I've been sad. Look at how, oh, my gosh. Y'all, she, so she has, like, six uh full-sized diaries that are, are are they awful no some of them like i stopped okay so, and then if i do stop like i feel like i'm very I, I was a little bit aggressive like i'm just like well you can't tell me what to do well this one's ruined now i have to yeah. start a new one <laughs> but yeah so yeah so just to add on to my craziness okay. Um, another thing that I did a lot when I was little was I interviewed myself <laughs> yeah. and I still kind of do that today. <laughs> like in front of the mirror, yeah. do you always feel like, oh, like so you're going to get asked this incredible question and you're yeah. going to give this answer of a lifetime. People are just gonna be like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah, I can't give you any examples because I have some dignity left in me, <laughs> but I used to do it all the time. And I think that kind of played into like me. I think it's also being an only child. You have to like make stuff up a lot of the times. Okay. It's outside. Okay. <laughs> but I would have the craziest daydream fantasies, like craziest. Yeah. Like it was just very detailed. And I used to have the biggest crush on McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Yes. And I would just incorporate him in that fantasy. Like I'd be walking down the street and then I run into Mr. McDreamy and then he asked me out, but I'm like, I can't right now. I'm studying. Or I, was about to, like I was about to say, like up until you elaborated that last part, I was like, oh, I interview myself all the time. Like when I think about work, if I have like, oh. a, a meeting or something, yeah. or like someone important is coming, and I like, I'm like prepping in the shower. Like, okay, if they ask yeah. me this, I'm going to say this. But then when you took it, like, oh, if McDreamy sees me in the street, <laughs> I, was, I was like. Oh. No, but this is separate. <laughs> my daydreams are different from my interviews. Okay, okay. I keep work and, and pleasure separate. Separation of pleasure and, and business. And business. <laughs> but another thing that reminds me, you just think, yeah. I'm saying that there, I used to do like clapbacks in my mind. Like I would answer something to like a bully or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, but then in my mind, I'll re replay it. Like oh, what yeah. I should have said. Yeah. And I feel like I used to do that all the time. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. And you're like, ooh, that would have like really yeah. happened And then have people like wa watching in the background and have your cinematic like. <gasps> and they like, they like lift you up on their shoulders. Yes. And, like, and they chant. Yeah. <laughs> and the titles from like, um, what's that cheesy? Oh, like the Breakfast Club or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, don't hey, you forget about me walking off? Yeah, in the distance. Yeah, and then it's like it like frames you as you're like pumping on the chair where people are holding me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Okay, actually, I can get on board. Yeah, now. yeah, that's pretty. Cool. And then my last thing I did when I was really young was like I, I made my Barbies have like dramatic no 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 like oh wait sometimes but <laughs> to be honest but it's like soap opera worthy 
I felt like I could have been a writer, honestly. Yeah. Like the With stuff the my lines. my Barbies went through. Yeah. <laughs> there even was some like there was like some guy on like kissing. Guy Diana. guy on guy kissing. Whoa. Yeah, like I was I had so many scenes. Like my favorite scene was this one. <laughs> so she kind of had. But like this one, this Barbie, she thinks <laughs> I feel Say like I it. need to cut it. No, like she finds out, like she has this crush on this guy, but she thinks it's her cousin. <laughs> but then she finds out through like this crazy test that was lost that he's not. And then how did you think of? I this? don't know. And then she tries to win him back, but he's already like left. And by left, I just moved um, Ken on the other side of the table. <laughs> but it's like I come up with these. I came up with the craziest things, where I'm like. Don't have only don't have only one kid, guys. <laughs> I, I feel like this reminds me. You know how you were talking about Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. Grey's Anatomy has like the most far fetched Crazy. plot lines, yeah, insanity of like every any show that ever existed. I feel yeah, like. everyone survived. Or like, like this poor hospital crew has been through a, a, a shooting and like an active shooter situation, a plane, a plane thing. crash. I can't think of all of the things, but it's been a lot. Yeah. A flood. I they had like. a prom at one point. <laughs> they had a prom in the hospital. Yeah. Um. None of the characters are the same besides yeah. like two. Yeah. Well, you're talking about present day. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. I stopped watching when they like, I think I just stopped watching when they lost all the like OG people. Mm -hmm. Like the first new, I don't care how good the seasons are now. I'm not watching, but like. Seasons one through four, yeah, bomb, bomb. amazing, so yes. yes, beautiful, beautiful queens and princesses. I stopped watching after the plane crash because I was like, "All right, enough is enough." Yeah, I'm tired. Like I, I can't go through this anymore. With yeah, them. like, like when they start just killing people off for no, like yeah. there probably was reasons, but it just it didn't. Oh, I realize I probably spoiled it. Maybe it's it's it's, it's been out for a while. Should, wait, should yeah. we put in our episode uh, notes? Bruce Willis is dead at the quick, end of. Should we put a quick disclaimer? Like we we divulge Grey's Anatomy spoilers. You didn't really episode. say that much, though. I think sure. we're good. I think okay, we we're, were very we're generic. Good. Plane crash. Yes, it's basically like a little preview. Okay, so you're welcome. Then. Yes. Yes. Um. Dang, that's crazy. I don't think I ever came up with such thick plot lines with my Barbies. I was more, like, I definitely play with Barbies, but I was more of a Bratz girl. Oh, wow. And talk about sluttery. That's <laughs> Are you slut-shaming a Barbie? <laughs> I feel like every, every day of summer of, like, 2002, mm -hmm. I was at Julie's house. Playing Bratz. Playing Bratz. I do have to say they kind of look like what's the aesthetic now, like Brad, like how like that kids that, that age look that like I don't know how to describe it, but it's like the Kylie Jenner basically, like the like filtered look, filtered yeah. or like very like pulled back and. Oh my god! Did we get our inspo from Brad's dolls? <laughs> Actually, I feel like some filters are based on Brad's dolls, like how the lips and the eyes are. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I would probably want to be a Brad doll. Yeah. <laughs> if I could look like anyone, my alter ego, I want to look like a Brad doll. Um. Well, okay. So some of my crazy stories. Um. So I had to I had to refer to my mom for a lot of these because I I have like zero memory of my childhood. Yeah. For some reason. Um. So 
I know I had the chicken pox and mm-hmm. I remember this because of the pictures. Like I don't remember living it. Yeah. But th- my mom like has documented it. Yeah, documented it. She like tells it at every fa- family <laughs> gathering. It feels like. So I had the chicken pox when I was like four and I was staying home from school, of course. And one of the days that I was home, I guess I was bored and I found like a jackpot of stickers. Yeah. And my mom was like in another, like she was, she was watching me, of course, but she, she like kind of left me like independently play in mm-hmm. my room and I found these stickers. Right. And I thought it would be a good idea to get naked and literally cover my entire body <laughs> with stickers, like clothing. Wow, like I was how progressive. I was covered in head to toe. Stickers. Um, yes. So I show my mom and I'm like so proud and think I'm so goddamn funny until my mom attempts to take them off. Well, there were two issues. So number one, I still very much had active pox at this time oh, because no. I had like white spots of calamine lotion all over yeah. me. Um and two, the stickers were either old or just really bad quality because the adhesive on them was like super glue. Oh my so gosh. They're either not coming off or the ones that do come off leave like a sticky residue. Like imagine if you're trying you bought something at the store, right? And you take off that little sticker and it leaves, mm-hmm. you know, the sti- like the most annoying thing of yeah. any purchase is that sticky fucking That's residue. Sick. Oh, do you remember when you would get CDs as a kid oh. and then you would take off the sticker and it would yes. like stay there and you're like, And you no. just like use the sticker to try and get yeah. the sticky off, but that's not how that works. Uh-huh. Fun fact, I found out recently, actually, Yeah, you use, like, alcohol or nail polish remover, and it gets oh, rid of Oh, I can see that. But anyway. Um, and, but you can't, guess, you can't get rid of chickenpox with, <laughs> with rubbing alcohol. No. I was going to say, I guess Google, like, this was back when I was, it was 1996. Yeah. So, like, was, I don't know, did Google exist? I, my mom said sure could have Googled it. Yeah. I don't know. But she said she was trying to think of everything to try and remove, like, yeah. the stickers and the sticky off of me. Um. So she finally decides to soak me in the tub with soapy water. Mm -hmm. And then she rubs my entire body with Vaseline to get the remnants off, Um, which it did. But the aftermath was it left me with welts like all over my my body on top of the rashes I had from the pox already. So um, that was dumb shit, number one. Um, Another time I went to the beach and, like, I insisted on being buried up to my neck in sand. My mom said it was a bad idea, but we compromised. And so she buried me in the sand <laughs> up to my neck. <laughs> um, and then I ended up getting, like, infested with sand mites. What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, she was, like, you were super itchy after. You had, like, bites all over your body. Ew, 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 ew. Um, she said they, ha- they had to make, like, an emergency pit stop at CVS mm-hmm. after for, like, aloe or whatever helps to, like, soothe it. Yeah. Um, and to the even though I don't remember that, to this day, I have an aversion to sand. Like, I don't like the feel of it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it getting in my crevices. I hate the feeling of it in between my toes. Like, oh, I hate that feeling. I don't like, I, I'm not really a beach person because I hate getting in the water because I just think about how dirty and like how, how many people have like shit and pissed. Yeah. It. Cause I have definitely pissed in the yeah, yeah. I for sure have. Um, but I also just don't like the sand either. So like yeah, the beach I, is not like my fun place. I like the beach, but it's like leaving the beach is uh-huh. the annoying part. Like getting into your car and you're like covered in like 
sand yeah. and also i felt like i had too many encounters where i could have gotten stung by like a jellyfish uh-huh. like literally twice i think it was summer right after high school i went we did like a bunch of bonfires yeah and this guy was literally standing right next to me and he gets stung by like a jellyfish was or something in the water mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> no it's in the parking lot it was in the parking lot Aloha Shores. oh my gosh and then it happened again like with another person and I was like, this is my time is about to come. I'm good. Like, <laughs> like these are the omens before you're about. To yeah. Get and I'm like, I'm like, good. This is fine. I don't want to get peed on. Yeah. That's what you're apparently supposed to do. If you get stuck by a jellyfish. Oh, no. The pee helps us stare up. Like, what if you don't have a something? fetish of that? Like, Oh, I know. I got stung by a oh, jellyfish. Guess you're going to have to pee on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Another one. So I used to sleep back, sleepwalk pretty bad when I was younger. And when I was about 13, I went on one of those carnival cruise ships with my family. And like, I don't know why my parents didn't think twice about placing a sleepwalker on a top bunk. Like how, how lethal of a combination that is. Yeah. But sure enough, they were violently awoken in the middle of the night. Um, on one of the nights in the trip, by a sickening thud of me falling out of the top bunk and like body slamming onto the oh metal my floor. Gosh. And like miraculously, I was not hurt. I did not break anything. But like I-, I was talking to my mom about it yesterday. How would they even address an injury like this? Like, did they have the capability of like putting me in a cast on a cruise ship in the middle of the oh, open that's ocean? True. Like, would they have they probably have medics in there? Someone? I don't know. Would they have thrown me overboard to silence me? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do remember that. I remember yeah. falling out of the top bunk. I I think I was more stunned than anything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't hurt. Have you sleepwalked since then? I, I think I probably stopped sleepwalking around like 60. Okay. Because I remember when you... Did you? No, I've never okay. sleepwalked, but I I think I talk sometimes because I think I, I had some exes talk. saying that like, I talk. I do know you sleep talk for sure. I can guarantee you because I, in Catalina when we shared okay. a room, oh, I do remember you mumbling. I do. And there was a part where like I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, are you, what's wrong? And then you just were like, I'm like, oh, you're sleeping. But I was just like nonsense. Yeah, it, like it didn't yeah. make sense, but it was it was just cool. Like I was like, oh, I I do say I I will say I sleep talk a lot, um, but it's not funny like <laughs> Jim will often like the next morning he'll be like are you okay and I'll be like yeah. I think I talked about this on an episode yeah. before but I'll be like yeah why and he said you woke up screaming <laughs> or like you woke up like crying in the middle of the night oh my gosh <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> oopsies <laughs> me being cute <laughs> I do know I fart a lot when I sleep oh yeah yeah I know I snore my mom and my, and Jim remind me of that all yeah. the time. So this episode is just going to be about us. You <laughs> all of our sleep flaws. Yes, sleep flaws. <laughs> um, there was another time. So this, this story is kind of funny, although I do still feel very guilty about it. One time I was at a friend's house and we did some shit her parents didn't like. I can't remember what it was. Tarot sure card it was reading. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it was like talking back to them or something. Oh, okay. Um, or I'm sure it was my friend who talked back to her parents, but because I was associated with her, I also got the punishment. So um, basically our punishment was to put us to work in the backyard. 
So we were like 10 years old and we each got a full size shovel and they forced us to dig holes, <laughs> which to me sounds like borderline child abuse. Um, and this was on a play date. Yes. Oh I was going, like, I remember my mom would drop me off there every single day during yeah. the summer so that she wouldn't have to put me in daycare. What if they purposely were getting a landscape <laughs> crew, but they're and, like, and, Oh and, man, like how do we not they were looking get for it? Reasons, like, I'm sure what we did wasn't even that bad. They're just They're like, like, oh, perfect. Down. Shovel. So, and make sure it's this many inches. <laughs> we want it 10 feet by whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like not knowing how to operate a goddamn shovel. Like I was in what? Fifth grade, fourth grade at the time. Um, I, I stick it in the ground, like excavate some dirt. And then throw it over my shoulder. Yeah. Like in the movie Holes, that's yeah. what they did. They, th- they th- just threw That would be my only shoulder. reference. Would be that the was movie my holes. only. Yes. Um, and then I smack my friend in the face full force as I'm shoving it over my back. Oh, my God. Um, Are you guys still friends? No. Okay. No. Um, but it wasn't because of that incident. Oh, okay. But uh, – this, along with the motorized scooter incident I spoke about during the Is this Jade? No, it wasn't. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but uh, it is a friend I talked about during the friendship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but this, along with the motor scooter incident, were, like, among my most guilt-inducing memories yeah. I've ever had. Plus, the one year I forgot Ashley's birthday. Mm-hmm. That was recent. Like, I, I want to say that was in, like, the last maybe six years, five, six years. Mm-hmm. And then also the time I accidentally stepped on my dog and he limped for five minutes, but then he was just randomly fine. And I was like, were you manipulating me? (laughs) Anyway. um, Okay. I just have a couple more stories. These were kind of like injury stories. So there was one time I was playing softball and I was pitching and I was so upset at a shitty call the umpire made that I threw this pitch with such anger and adrenaline and I forgot about all sense of form and immediately like upon release, I knew I completely fucked my arm up. Like I felt it like something popped. It wasn't right. It hurt immediate pain. My mom who was like in, in the crowd watching the game, she said I turned gray, like all color drained from my body. Within minutes, my bicep was, like, blown up. It didn't even look like I had a shoulder anymore because I was just so swollen. Turns out I tore a tendon in my bicep. I was out for, like, nine months. This high school? This was during high school, yeah, sophomore year. And then um, I eventually did return after that hiatus, but I I just wasn't the same. Yeah. It was fine, though, because I kind of always sucked, like – Sarah, I feel like I've I don't know. Her. I don't know. Yeah. I, like Kel, our friend Kelly, who I played with, she like she says I wasn't as bad as I think I was. Mm-hmm. I think she's just being nice, but I think I was pretty fucking terrible. I, no. I had a, a large strikeout record. <laughs> I was always benched unless I was like pitching or sometimes they just like randomly threw me in the outfield. Yeah, I, I was unreliable. Like sometimes I'd make really awesome plays like that. No one would expect anyone to make, uh-huh. but then I would like flub up the really basic, like standard oh my top flies or whatever. Anyway, I was kind of relieved because I hated all the travel. My con- like my confidence was shattered. I didn't think I was that good anyway. So it really wasn't the end of the world, mm-hmm. but um, 
that'll show me not to react in like a moment of anger yeah. and like do some dumb shit, like hurt myself, you know? Um, the last thing I'll mention is this is something that still haunts me to this day. I'm still suffering the repercussions of it. So I went snowboarding for the first time when I was 16 and I made the mistake of going with like pro athletes who were so experienced that they rode like the black diamond route. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's like the most intense of all of the sports. Um, so Kelly, Kelly was one of the girls I went with. So thinking I could like hold my own with these Mm -hmm. girls. And I always felt like with Kelly and like our other friend, Lauren, Uh I always felt like they were so intimidating and so good at anything athletic. Yeah. I had to always like posture and like flex and try to like get on their level, you know? I get that. I with snowboarding too. Yeah. I think you were on that big bear trip when we all went. Yes. We went snowboarding. Um, that was my first time. And I don't know why, but I just I didn't go snowboarding though. Oh, you didn't. Okay. If I I was there, I remember we went to Big Bear. I think maybe we did a second trip. Okay. I I don't think I was there for this. Okay. But when we went, I it was the one where I had I got like that eye stuff in my eye. Yeah. Okay. It was that one. But when I went, I legit thought like I was just so conceited. I'm like, I'm gonna be so good at this. Like I'm good. Like, I don't, I think I was, I thought I was going to balance. I'm like, ah, totally got this in the bag. You thought it was just all balance. I was so bad to the point where like, I was like, how am I going to get down this hill without? So I was like, if I just move myself to the side, I'm I'm just going to just roll. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I don't get how, and Kelly is very intimidating. She's awesome at all sports. Oh, yeah. So. Um, yeah. So like thinking that I could like even be on their level yeah. with, without even, I've never even been on a snowboard before. Yeah. Right? Like I skipped the little bunny hill and, um, they gave me like a little five minute lesson on how to like start and stop. And, and like, you barely focus. Cause you're like, I got this. Yeah. Like, Guys, <laughs> come on. You don't like, yeah. look at, look at me. softball. Look at me. I was in softball. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up eating shit going down this hill by falling ass backwards to stop myself. Like it was a situation where I was gaining momentum at such a fast speed. I started yeah. panicking just like I did with the motor scooter. I did not <laughs> learn my lesson. Um, and I started panicking and immediately just like fell to the ground. Yeah. Um, fell right on my ass, right on my tailbone. I had to basically like army crawl down the rest of the slope in the worst pain of my life. And I ended up hanging out with, like, the dads who took us on the trip for the rest of the day. And then the next day, I went to the doctor, and I found out I fractured my tailbone. Um, And on and off – this is probably TMI, but I'm going to say it anyways. On and off for, like, the last almost 10 years, um, I've had chronic pain and, like, a recurring cyst. Nightmare. From that trauma. Oh, I didn't know it was from that. Okay, well, there's theory. There's different theories behind why you a think cyst, like that. a cyst in that area, like the tailbone area, happens. Mm-hmm. Um, some think it's like trapped hair follicles mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but also, there's a theory that it's caused by like trauma. Okay, and that might make sense in my case because, <laughs> because I just believe it. Yeah. Know? Um. Oh my gosh. So that you know, g- given the headache I like deal with. Every month, like seriously, mm-hmm. every month I have a flare up. If you had to give up, if you had, if you were, you were, <laughs> you were given an option yeah. to have one of these memories erased and not have happened, Ooh. would you do the softball or the, um, no. us skate? 
Ice boarding. Ice boarding. <laughs> ice boarding. Snowboarding. Ice boarding. 100%. I, oh, really? Okay, yeah. Because it causes me such problems to this day. Like, yeah. such pain. Like, flare up. It's also, like, triggered by horm- hormonal stuff. So, yeah. like, even if I'm really stressed at work or whatever, I get a flare up. Mm-hmm. If I'm around my period and my, my PMS, my hormones are raging, I get a flare up. Like, yeah. literally – I have. I feel like we talked about this. Like, yeah, we, we have this group that we text in. It's called yeah. Sisters. Because we this all is have so common, gross. Whatever. We all have something in common. We all have reoccurring a sis sis. in one form of an or another. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but we won't out who it who's in the yeah. group. Yeah, but but you know who close, you are. You know who you are. Um, and I also get. I also get like this. I I talk about. I think I talked about it in our first episode, but mm-hmm. I get like this every like twice a year cyst on my nose like a big ass pimple on my nose but it's like one of those ones that grow from beneath and like, like underground and you're like i feel it coming and yeah. it just like grows and you just feel the pain by just like lightly pressing it like yeah. oh and it hurts so bad but you can't even see it it's like so deep yeah and, and then when like, it finally comes out to like yeah. show its face it's like disgusting Hi. <laughs> like it, it me remember me hit me <laughs> i was hiding and now i'm here but yeah I'm sorry. Uh, but those are my dumb adolescent kid <laughs> shit I'm think- stories. I'm thinking of one real fast. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember wanting to be BFFs like with my teachers when I was little. Yeah. Like I wanted to be really good. I, I was that brown noser. I wanted to like answer all the questions. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember my third grade teacher, I thought she was so cool. And she read a bunch of books and obviously they were higher than what we read. I mean, yeah. like Amelia Bedelia versus <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, <laughs> I don't know where I got this book title, but to kill a mockingbird. Yes. And I remember lines cause she asked like, Oh, are you, are you reading anything at home? And I thought I was like, so cool. Like, I'm reading to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> that was like something we read in the high school. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was a lie, but she didn't say anything. Obviously she's a teacher, mm-hmm. but then also like my mom had this book called Tuesday with Maury. Tuesdays with Maury. And I remember I had, um, that's forgot, a really good yeah, yeah, but I think it was like once a week we go, we do show and tell and I had nothing to show. And I remember my mom passing the book to me like, you can show this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so I lied about that too. Like, oh yeah, I read it, it was so good. Tuesdays with porn. Yeah, what do you even say about a book you've never read? I know it's, the Mockingbird one. On um, the, and the Mockingbird, um, <laughs> it's still alive. Um, but then another, I got, I did get in trouble. Uh-huh. I got in trouble twice in elementary school. I, me and my old best friend Tia, we made this. Um, we had this hobby of cutting magazines, so we yeah. cut like bodies off of like some, and then heads, and we yeah. would like morph them into a cartoon Uh and i remember we were so proud bringing it to our teacher like oh my gosh look at this comic book we made and we got sent to the principal's office (gasps) for it i don't know i think maybe some of it was kind of offensive there was like a bird head with like Tits. <laughs> tits on I the body. one of them was like um, a Jergens lotion, where like her back showing like this, but we put like Ashton Kutcher's face they on it or something like that. That probably on, got us in trouble. Um, and then another thing, I ran for like president or yeah. whatever in elementary, I think, and yeah. we were able to po- um, have posters out in the yeah. open. Yeah. And this girl accused me of um taking her posters down and i got pulled into the principal's office for that but i didn't oh my god yeah and then we were just fake with each other the rest of the year 
Well, the principal didn't punish you for something. No, no, no. Do, right? I just said it was really like not dramatic. I just okay. walked in. They're like, "Did you take down Lonnie's um, posters?" And I was like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> That's like, it. Okay. We'll but you, but you walk. read, but you read Tuesdays with Maurice, Kathy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just had a recovered memory when you were talking about that. So my very, do you remember like before you actually go into like. Um, pre-k or like first grade mm-hmm. you have like an orientation day oh yeah, yeah yeah so i remember there was an orientation and it was like a combined kindergarten slash first grade class they mm-hmm. did that at sandberg and the best teacher kindest sweetest soul i've ever had miss elliot yeah she was my i was in kindergarten so she was my teacher love that name too elliot elliot mm-hmm. um and i remember at one point like I was in, so the kids were all sitting and she was in the front of the classroom doing her little orientation. The parents were in the back of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I remember turning around. You guys all know from previous episode how much of a fucking mama's girl I am and how I never slept over at houses yeah. because I was so homesick. So I turn around at one point and I'm looking for my mom and I can't find her in the sea of parents. And I start bawling, crying. And Miss Elliot is like, oh, oh, what? what do we have here? What's going on? What like so here? nice, so warm. And she says, come on up here, sweetie. And she has me sit in her lap as she's doing the orientation in front of the whole class. Oh. Looking back, like that's pretty fucking embarrassing. But in the moment it was very comforting. Yeah. And she like, she was akin to like a mother, like a motherly figure uh-huh. when I could not find my mother in the room. So oh. I just thought of that. I like that. That's yes. So now we're going to get into some of the dumb shit we did in our teenage slash young adult mm-hmm. years. So number one, um, social media. I don't use social media much anymore to post. Like I'm definitely addicted to it and scroll for hours, mm-hmm. but I hardly ever post anything. That's true. Whereas when I was younger, I literally posted everything, everything every emotion. Like one time, I had one of those like notifications pop up like yeah. this day, 10 years ago. And I literally just wrote infuriated. That's it. <laughs> like zero. I got zero likes, zero comments. Like apparently I just felt the need to, to like just say it. Exactly. So, uh. but there was one, <laughs> I still get those reminders every single day of the shit I used to say with those, like on this day, X years yeah. ago. Um, among the most cringy that I've seen lately was from April 23rd, 2010, in which I posted hose on poles heart. (laughs) That's it. To which one of my coworkers at the time appropriately just commented, no, period. (laughs) (laughs) We'll post that on the the gram. But, um, I felt like at that point though, I feel like Facebook is just mocking us. Like. Saying, oh, oh, you think you're so good now? Wait, but five years ago, this is what you posted. Oh my god! Like, I'm gonna, we're gonna be those people where, like, if we ever make it big on this or like doing anything Uh in life, they're gonna dig into our Facebook archives and like find out all of the atrocious like stuff. Stupid. I gave up. I don't have my face. I haven't had a Facebook since like 2017. Yeah. Um, but I know if I were to dig it up, I have so many like pictures of my, like not like bad, bad, but just me making the ugliest faces. Like that's fine. Like you do the whole like teeth where you have no lip. (laughs) Yes. Yes. My version of your 
like uh, Facebook memories uh-huh. would be just Tumblr. Tumblr used to be my ish. Oh, yes. I loved blogging. I loved post like reposting stuff. But a lot of the stuff was before like I experienced any major heartbreak or anything. I was just posting shit. Like, yeah. don't you ever feel like the that life is a journey or some shit like that. It was just very dramatic. It was always posted behind some floral background. Yes. Um, and then I also had this secret blog on Blogspot, I think, mm-hmm. or Zanga. It was one of those. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I forgot the password or everything to it because I think that was my most cringe. Like mm. my poems and all that would of be that. So fun to dig up, though. Oh no, I'm happy. No. I, and I didn't even use a picture of myself. I put. A picture of Miranda Kerr. <laughs> I, oh, ew. Um, and then last thing with my social media cringe stuff were mm-hmm. just the screen names we used yeah. to have. Oh, yeah. My, uh, mine was Fine Little Flip because I'm Filipina. Oh. So it was P, but it wasn't even spelt like fine. It was P H I N E. Oh, different. X L I D O. Whoa. X. F L I P. Okay, you are. Pine little. It sounded like you put a dildo in there. <laughs> Fine little dildo. <laughs> so, um, another hot topic I feel like is our antics like going out. Yes. So, after I turned 21, I used to go out and get blackout drunk. Like, I would literally mm-hmm. get three hours of sleep. Then go to work, either hungover or maybe even still a little tipsy, to be honest, yeah. like back then. Um, and I would do this on like a Tuesday night. It was never a special occasion. Like it was yeah. always just because. Mine was like Thursday night. Every Thursday yeah. night I was out. Yeah. yeah. Taco Tuesdays and PB. Oh, like, yeah. So now, whereas now I feel like I need like at least three days in advance. To like prep myself. Out. I need to hydrate. I have to mentally prepare. <laughs> And seven if, I, if I even look at a drink, I have a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> That's how real it the is. The hangovers now. are definitely harder now. Oh, yeah. And when I was a lot younger, I had a bad habit of drinking way too much too fast. Mm-hmm. And then it would hit me all at once, which obviously made for a lot of blackouts and, like, the reason why I was kicked out of PB Bar and Grill. <laughs> but one time, this was, like, three years ago, mm-hmm. after I had recovered from those, like, debaucherous yeah you know benders um we were at sure north so i was with you and ashley yes and i think it was my first night out in a long time i want to say it might have been the first night out since like a breakup yeah yeah i think it was exactly and we were just like celebrating like being single together yeah um by blacking But no, I didn't even like Mm -hmm. it was the first night in a long time yeah i don't even think we pre-gamed and I think the whole experience was just kind of like a shock to my system because mm-hmm. after like 10 minutes of being there, I remember we were on the dance floor and one of you bought me a lemon drop, mm-hmm. which is basically juice. Like it does not taste. <laughs> like you can't taste anything. Like yeah. Yes. But I overthought it and I gagged like mid-drink. You know how like sometimes you have that reaction to a shot like you yeah. just kind of gag? I did that, which – made it seem like I threw up like I did projectile mm-hmm. fluid like I, oh I, 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 I did I didn't like, know you I actually like, had it come out yeah it's like I got it in my head and I gagged and I like spit it out Ugh. but I didn't throw up yeah but a bouncer was all over me like immediately yeah. he approached me and he was like yo you you guys gotta go and he kicked me out 
-hmm. you being the good friend that you were came out with me. Right? Yeah, it was. You, I came right? out with you, and then we were like game plan. We need yeah. to get back in because Ashley was still in there. Ashley was still in the club. Yeah, by herself. <laughs> and I was wearing a jean jacket that night, so I threw it around my waist, made it look. <laughs> you put your. I put my hair up. My hair was down. I threw it in a pony. Yeah, I looked like a totally different person. I got right back in line, paid that five dollar cover over again, and I made it in to stay for at least another few hours. Ooh, ooh. Like, that's the shit I'm proud of. Yeah. Like, when we talk about a successful night, like, we rebounded. I know. I think I do have to say, even though, like, I, I could – I can party harder back then, I feel like I uh, – no, there's – it still makes <laughs> like, sense. never mind. I, can <laughs> I think I can – I used to party hard back then, and, like, once I'm out, I'm out, though. Like, yeah. but I feel like now, just because I don't go out as much – and I want to mm. keep the party going. And I'm like, you know what? I know I'm going to be hungover tomorrow, but I'm, let's, I'm just, I might as well just stay out. And so, like, I think I've gone better at, like, because I know if they see you throw up, they're not going to let you yes. go in. So yes. I, I would throw up, but just very, like, dainty. Like, <laughs> I do a little, like, eh, eh, ready. You do a little cute throw up. Yeah, because yeah. I'm the type of person that if I feel so sick yeah. and I know, like, oh, fuck, I just want this out of my system. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I definitely feel like we can def rally a lot yes. harder. Oh, no. no, 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 no. No, I can't because yeah. I feel I feel but we like bounce. I get sick way easy. Yeah. Okay, maybe I I recall everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> we have moments that are actually really triumphant, yes. just like your exactly. true north experience. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Trying to relive our 21-year-old <laughs> days. Um, another mistake I made was either going home with or trusting strangers too much. Mm. Um like I, I get so annoyed with my younger self because I was so fucking naive and there are things I did that I would never dare oh, do now. for sure. I feel like I really got lucky because I could have had some really close calls. Like I remember one time I went to, I think it was sidebar for a friend's birthday. Mm -hmm. Already a sketch. Already. Yeah. It's already yeah. not off to a good start. Um, and we had a table with like a bottle service girl and she was like pouring our drinks and everything. Um, and I had two cocktail type drinks. Yeah. And the next thing I remember is coming to, and I was in an elevator with a guy I didn't recognize at all. And when I asked him where we were, he said we were in the elevator, like heading up to his apartment. Holy shit. And it was in a different part of downtown than sidebar. Like we were still in downtown. San yeah. Um, but I had no memory of even leaving the club. I did not know this person. I did not recall meeting them from like earlier in the night. Nothing like that. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I wonder like, was something slipped in my drink mm -hmm. or maybe the drinks were just really heavy pours, but regardless, I was in no position to consent. And I feel like I could have ended up in a very dangerous yeah. situation had I not like had this moment of clarity, mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. No, that's, I think, I think at that age, though, we feel like we're invincible, yeah. too, because there were times, like, I, I mentioned in one of our episodes how, like, I know for sure we got drink or drugs in our drinks, yeah. um, but I luckily I was so on high alert that I was like, no, don't drink it. Yeah. But there has been times, like, especially when you're just turned 21 and you go out, people, like, hear about them, they're like, let me buy you a drink, let me get you, and you're not watching the drinks being made, no, so it's like, yeah. it'll come to you that way. I've gotten, like, 
I, me and my friend Kim, we would go out all the time, like at least PB, not even joking, like at least twice a week we would go out and we're just become so trusting like, oh yeah, like, oh, you want to go out and smoke? Yeah, we'll go out and we'll just like hang out with them. And then there was this one, and I think also Kim was such a sweetheart, like if we see someone needed a ride, we're like, oh yeah, yeah, just get in the car. We'll like drive, or like we did it like three times at least. And so, but at the same time, what if it was someone scary? Like, what are we doing? There was this one, we never, we always lost the car, no matter where we parked, we (laughs) always were lost. And there was this one Halloween where, uh during Halloween, you dress a little differently when you're 20. (laughs) But I just remember we couldn't find the car and we were like, you know what? We're just gonna have to sleep out for a little bit. So we were even thinking of scenarios. Okay, let's sleep back to back. Not because both of our phones were almost like dead or whatever. We just could not, everything was closed at this point. It's just like we had no logic. You could go to a bar and like continue partying. Yeah, so we had like, no logics and i i do think we were just a lot more naive that's what i'm gonna say (laughs) i had i had nights where i lost my car in pb Mm -hmm. and i like one on one particular occasion i was like roaming the streets for like what felt like hours yeah maybe like two hours crying because i couldn't find my car clicking the beeper obsessively to like listen for the sound and this was downtown no no no. this was in pb oh okay like walking through the streets of pb and i was by myself like crying (laughs) that's so scary i know um another time so my second boyfriend i met through okcupid sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) it was my first ever online date and i was meeting him in his apartment um yeah which is like but i've done that before yes right well things went well and i wasn't a pain i wasn't paying attention to my phone and before i knew it it was like two or three in the morning and i had 20 missed calls from my mom and any of you who have like helicopter parents yeah that's that sinking feeling in your stomach when you look at your phone and you see like numerous missed calls or missed texts and you're like, fuck, I, I'm in trouble. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I did, I did it. You, I did. Whatever it is. Yeah. And like my mom knew I was going on a first date. And mm-hmm. so like, understandably that's already like nerve wracking as it is. Yeah. Not to mention I didn't come home and I wasn't answering my phone. Like I, looking back, oh my God, I put that if I was, yeah. through hell like with how many times I'd stay out late with no call, mm-hmm. no show, no call. Yeah. And like, I wondered why she reacted the way she did where I yeah. would come home and she would like be screaming in my face. Like <gasps> I would fucking do that to my kid. Oh, uh, I remember I walking home, like coming in and just drunk. And my mom would just be like, what, what were you doing? I'm like, I'm just hanging. I was just with friends. And then she'd be like, Oh, what did you guys do? Nothing. She's like, are you drunk? And I'm like, no, I'm just tired. Like, and, and then, just she, like, and then she'd be like, okay. And like, why are you throwing up in the bathroom? I just, I, I have a thing. Just kidding. Oh my God. But no, I, it, yeah. I felt like she knew about it, but she just didn't really confront it until yeah. she had to pull it out of like, if we got in a fight, she's like, well, maybe if you took care of yourself. She like takes it to the extreme. Maybe yeah. if you were an alcoholic showing up <laughs> plastered. <laughs> that, that did just remind me. So the most recent incident, I think mm-hmm. it was when I turned 27. Okay. I've talked about it on the, on an episode before. I, yeah. which one. I think it was the birthday episode, but the night I turned 27, I went out, everyone was buying me drinks. Mm-hmm. Like you lose track. And yeah. like, 
I, basically I blacked out that mm -hmm. night, right? I was at a bar with this guy and luckily he was a really nice person mm -hmm. and he like sent me home in an Uber from downtown to Mara Mesa on his dime. Like, yeah. That's gotta be what, like at least that's 40 so bucks. nice. Um, but I ended up puking in the Uber. <laughs> like, so I, I Venmoed him the next day to cover yeah. like the charges and everything. Um, but I woke up that next morning, did not have my phone, um, or my wallet or mm -hmm. no, what was I missing? My phone and my, my ID. That's what it was. Yeah. I took my, I had lost my ID the weekend before and I had my passport with me and I woke up. I could not find my passport or my phone. I had my purse, but there was yeah. nothing in it. <laughs> it was empty. Ugh. And so, um, I remember waking up like hangover, hungover so badly. Yeah. Like I was puking, you know, you know, that hangover that when bile, you're like, like yeah, exactly. oh, gross. pounding headache. I was crying because I had lost my phone and my, my ID and my mom came in and she's like, well, that's what you get for fucking like going out and getting blackout drunk. And like, yeah, you, you, you need to be careful. You know, you came home last night at two in the morning mm -hmm. and you made the most terrible crashing noise. I didn't know what had happened. I thought someone was breaking into the house. She, and she's like, I come out into the hallway and you're in the bathroom in the bathtub. <laughs> She's like, you were in the bathtub in your heels and your dress. You had fallen into the tub. You need to get a hold of yourself. Like, I it was have literally one night of my life yeah. where, like, and it's my birthday. I feel like yeah. I'm entitled to go home. Your birthday, you can, as long as you don't kill anyone, you're fine. But damn, she like ripped me to shreds. <laughs> I felt like such a piece of shit. I love drunk stories. I like, I'm good yeah. for them. Yeah. I'm going to share my friends. I'm not going to say her name. Okay. But we were in Vegas. Yeah. And um, we got, we had like, I don't know, I don't know how we got these rooms and they're really good price, but they were like the Aria's like, like the suites or whatever. And there's like two um, rows. So there's like A and B. We were in A, my friend was in B, like she was supposed to be in A and I couldn't find her. And she told me later on that like, she was in front, she had to go bathroom really bad. Uh -huh. <laughs> She's not, but she, um, so she peed in front of, what she thought was our door yes and she just squatted and peed and then i guess yeah. like someone saw her and they were like do you need help and see that's where it comes in where, like this oh, could have no. been a bad circumstance like right. if this guy took advantage of her right. um maybe the pee stopped too <laughs> but then like he helped her mm -hmm. find her way all the way back to them and it's like wow. far because they're like on opposite ends right, and i'm right. like oh see there's yeah. some good people. There, there are some decent human beings. Yeah. I have faith. Mm -hmm. Just a little tiny, tiny little bit of, whisper. A little, a little smidget, smidgen, <laughs> smidget. I don't know how to yeah. say that. <laughs> um, another mistake I made was looking back, there were tons of red flags in every relationship I was in up until like 25 that I completely just willfully ignored because mm -hmm. why? Like, I didn't want to be alone. Because love. <laughs> I, but looking back, I don't even think it was love. I just think I was afraid of like It's not company too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I cringe at those experiences now and some lasted literally years beyond their expiration. Yeah. Like at least two, like my first two relationship lasted way longer mm -hmm. than they should have. And I put up with a lot of bullshit. But I feel like that's normal. And that's why I try not to give myself too much hate on my yeah. 
Cause like I you was, do learn from yeah them, that's for sure and yeah. I was like a late bloomer so my first relationship was like what my first real one was when I was like twenty or late twenty six twenty seven and yeah. again I'm only twenty nine now so maybe that's why I stayed longer than I should have because mm-hmm. like I felt like okay this is this is it this is probably this is what they talk about right I need to figure out. Like that, maybe this what is do. what happens in every relationship. Yeah, like you you don't just run away when the going gets tough. Like you stick it out. And yeah, fighting the lies you tell yourself. I can change him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing I would say is, um, I was really ungrateful. Like maybe maybe to some extent, I still am ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Like I still think I should be doing more for like my parents and like mm-hmm. my family and stuff. Um, but definitely when I was younger, I took for granted all of the shit my parents had to do in order to like keep our lives and the household going. Yeah. And now that I have a full-time job and a mortgage, keep in mind, I don't even have kids. Yeah. Like they had it way harder than I currently do. Um, but even now for me, it's overwhelming and it's exhausting and I was such a little dipshit for not helping out with the chores more. Mm-hmm. And then when I would help out with them, I would expect my parents to pay me for it. Mm-hmm. Like, where did I get off? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I listened to like the shit I used to do, and yeah. I was just so entitled and I feel like privileged. I have a similar thing. Like, I wasn't as grateful as I am now especially now living like you go through problems and all of that like yeah. I, I think that was one thing with my mom and me I got more closer once I started like working and all of that mm-hmm. because if I look at her life too like I was mean there was moments where I'm like why why can't I get these type of jeans or like <laughs> I just always complain about the weird stuff and even reading my journals like yeah. it's cringy because there's obviously I talk about my mom and yeah. some of them yeah. where I'm just like oh, she's doing this again, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, Kathy, shut up. Like, yeah. I I get so scared if I, like, lose my phone. But it's like, my mom immigrated here with knowing no one. So oh, it's just like those weird – it's those weird yeah. things where, like, we don't know how good we have it until you hear, like, your parents. We have such first-world problems. We like, do. The issues we have to face compared to what our parents had to go through. Yeah. Especially, like – you know, with your mom, like, mm-hmm. coming here from another country, like, how scary that must yeah. be. And, like, and I just wanted those, like, do you remember those iMacs that were, like, um, from Legally Blonde? She had one, and it was, like, a color MacBook. Yeah. I yeah. want, that was, like, one of my, dream. part of my diary. I'm like, why can't I get this? <laughs> I want that. It was, like, literally, like, $3,000 back At then. At the time, Back yeah. when laptops were so expensive. Oh, now you can get one for, like, two fifty. dollars yeah, that's a steal. Yeah. So now that we've taken a deep dive into our childhood traumas, <laughs> um, some of the embarrassing, stupid, juvenile things. Learning experiences. Do, grow. Opportunities. Um, uh, star. Yeah, star. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what do we still do? And maybe what, what? do we do? We. <laughs> and maybe what we don't do what anymore, don't but do, we wish we, do. we do. It's yeah. a it's a tongue twister. There we go. We yeah. don't do anymore. I wish we did do. do, <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> Can we like make a rap segment out of it? Yeah. Um since we don't do what but we wish we did. <laughs> um I still uh, me personally, I didn't have very much in this section because mm. 
Um, Cause you I grew think, out of it and you're so, amazing and perfect. No, well, no, but some of those things were so traumatic to me. Like uh, I definitely will never do them again. Um, yeah. But I still do get excited over Boy Meets World and organizing. <laughs> like I'm very on brand with mm-hmm. my 10 year old self. It's still hard for me to keep a diary. I will say mm-hmm. um, last year I started a journal. I was pretty consistent with it for like a month. But I haven't touched it in like eight months. Um, but when I start up again, I think I should start it with, I'm so sorry it's been so <laughs> To be on brand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I still, I still overthink drinking liquids. <laughs> um, why did I put that in there? Why did I have that in my notes? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sorry. That was maybe, well, maybe it's because of... It's you're coughing. I don't know. Maybe. Wait, no. Did I talk about drinking liquids in here? <laughs> oh my god, I don't remember. I choked on water during my first date with Jim to the point <laughs> for some. I'm not sure why. Oh, I know why because of um the lemon drop story. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, because you're connecting. <laughs> I was it like, to wait a one. second. <laughs> Where does but this? Connect? That is true. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wait, I know I wrote this note, but where am I going with this? I do still overthink drinking liquids. Um, I also do. Are you still recording? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, do you remember that that radio show that yeah. they were giving away Jonas Brothers tickets and they're like, drink um, whoever can drink the most water right. or whatever. And she drowned. Yes, I remember this. And yeah. I think ever since then, yes. like when everyone tells you me, don't forget that. to keep drinking water. I'm like, yeah, but I can't drink too much or I'll die. Or I'll die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll literally drown myself. <laughs> yeah. um, but speaking of that, I, I did almost drown myself on my first date with Jim. Oh. Um, I was drinking water and I choked on it. Um, like, I think I just went down the wrong hole. P- pipe or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's the worst. And it was like coming out of my nose. It was so, it was so dramatic. Like mm-hmm. I was choking so hard on it yeah. that Jim literally had to get me a towel and like pat my back. And he was so awkward. He was like, uh, are you okay? <laughs> and I was so embarrassed thinking like, oh my God, this guy thinks I can't even like drink water properly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still make embarrassing mistakes just mm-hmm. in general, like as an overarching you guys know. We yeah. talk about it every week. We have embarrassing encounters on a daily. Um, but it's just, like, transitioned into, like, the adult version. Like, mm-hmm. I make bad investments. I spend too much when I go to Target or Home Goods or online shop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like we all do that. So- I, don't, I don't drink enough water. Yes. I somehow drink more water. Over, both overthink drinking water, but also I don't think about it at all because <laughs> I don't drink enough of it. <laughs> Sometimes I'll look at my pee and I'm like, oh, I should probably just. Oh my god, I know, I know it's bad when my pee. If it's super color, yellow, right? But also if it's really stinky. Oh really? That's another. Yeah, that's another sign. Then I guess pee. I'm liquidated because <laughs> my pee smells amazing. Just kidding. hear that, asparagus boys? Asparagus not required. Oh, asparagus makes it smell really bad i remember i used to be obsessed with that robex the beet juice yeah i loved it and i would always forget i would drink it and then when i would pee i'd see like the beets and i'm like yeah. what the fuck you would start <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but what I about think- you <laughs> <laughs> what i think i did was my reason i don't know if you ever did this 
did sorry i'm on my like fourth white claw <laughs> um but when let's say you need to make a decision but you don't really have a logical way to do so so you'll be like if someone walks past me yes. in the next 30 seconds then yes. my answer is yes or my answer is no or no i shouldn't buy that or yes i should you know what i mean yes so yes. i look for signs from the universe yeah. yeah and i used to do that all the time when i was little like if i keep walking and i step on this crack that means it's gonna be a great day or a bad day yeah. like and i i feel like i still do that now Usually sometimes it's for something dumb, like not life-changing. I'm like, oh, should I eat Italian or Mexican tonight? <laughs> should I DoorDash? Yeah. <laughs> it's always a yes. <laughs> but so I still do that. Mm -hmm. um, I Things that I wish I did that I did a lot more back then was I wish I wrote in my diary more. I feel like I haven't really been consistent ever since like I would say senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. It's been like a little off and on. Um, and then – Another thing I really, really wish is I do feel like I was a lot more optimistic yeah. back then. Or like I just felt like literally every single day I would wake up and like something amazing is going to happen just around the corner. Like I just had that mentality. And I remember looking back, I would make fun of my high school self because I'm just like, oh, you're so annoying. Like you're so – like I was that school spirit yeah. person. At, and oh, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I just feel like now I don't have that. Like I do get excited for things, but obviously like we talk about mental health and it's yeah. not there anymore. But I'm just like I don't have – that it'll be nice to be well, more optimistic life has hit us yeah like what no i agree i used to be way more optimistic too uh -huh. and all, i always had like this feeling of excitement but now that i'm an adult i feel like it's mostly like a dread yeah and now i understand <laughs> all those mean just, adults because i'm like they probably went through something maybe it's just like mental health like yeah we deal with depression uh -huh. i deal with anxiety and like Maybe that's just what n navigating a mental health disorder looks like. like yeah. Not every day is going to be and that's super good. bright and mm -hmm. optimistic. Like there's going to be days where you bring yourself back down to reality. Yeah. And, like, sit with your feelings a little uh -huh. bit. And I think I do talk about my feelings a little bit better than I did before but back then I felt like I was such like a dramatic queen that I would spill all my emotions yeah. and I'll tell every like exactly how I feel and all of this mm -hmm. and now I do feel a lot more guarded yeah. so yeah yeah life is hard life is hard even though this entire episode has been filled with embarrassing encounters we have more. We're going to hit you with <laughs> your best shot. Oh, oh in embarrassing. What were you saying? I think like, we're going to hit you with your best shot. Oh, why Fire don't you hit me with your, your best shot. shot? Come on. Hit me <laughs> with your best shot. It's embarrassing. Counters. Yeah. That was so good. We didn't even plan that. Yeah. I felt like that was obvious. <laughs> Um, okay, so my embarrassing encounter is technically just another stupid story, mm -hmm. but it's particularly bad. Like, I was basically defrauded, <laughs> and it, oh my gosh, like anyone I tell this story to is just it's amazing. Like, it's just one layer on top of another, on top of another. Like, why didn't I stop myself? Anyway, yeah. I was like 18 or 19 at the time, somehow. I was leaving work when I was working at Robex. A guy was in his car. I was in my car. 
and he honked at me at you know the the stop sign in the mm-hmm. parking lot of Robex. And we pulled over. He was like, I need to say something. I need to talk to you. That should have been the first red flag. (laughs) Um, I pulled over. He convinced me that he was like an auto body specialist. And he could restore the peeling paint on my 2001 Nissan Sentra, Mm -hmm. which I was very insecure about. I started to get that, like, I don't know what it's called, but. Like the heat or like. Yeah. When the paint. Yeah. Like rust. It's all. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying. Um, And he told me he could fix my entire paint job for just $300. And I had gotten quotes because of how much I hated the way my car looked. And it was literally going to cost me thousands of dollars to paint my car. Um, So why I didn't think 300 was like another red flag. Yeah. I don't know. Um, We were right by the chase. So he like followed me to the chase and watched me withdraw the 300 from my account. Could have been very bad. Yeah. Then I allowed him to follow me to my house to do the job because he told me, oh, I need to be in a stationary place. I need to have access to water. Like, yeah, he convinced me my house was the best place to do it. So I let him there. Um, Then when he said he didn't have towels in his car, which to me, if you're an auto body specialist, that's such a basic supply. Like, why wouldn't you have towels on at all times? Anyway. I gave him towels from my home <laughs> to work with, which he destroyed. They were like uh, just completely. They had her family initials. They were family heirloom. <laughs> they were embroidered um, <laughs> with my pappies. <laughs> um, those had to be tossed after yeah. he was done with them. Then he used our water hose. And of course, like it wore off like one day later. Like it looked great initially. Yeah. But then it like rained the next day and I walked out to my car and it looked the same as it did before. Um, and he assured me, he said, this is a lifetime guarantee. And he like, he even wrote up like a legit looking receipt and gave it to me and it had his number and everything on there. And the next day when I called him to take him up on his lifetime guarantee offer, the phone number was inoperable. Like it was Uh, like, I'm sorry. This is, you know, it was disconnected. Yeah. So of all the shit I've ever done, this is, probably the most embarrassing and stupid of them all and so i knew i had to reserve it for that was a good one our story this week. i liked yeah. it. i liked mm-hmm. it um mine was so on saturday i wasn't feeling as optimal <coughs> and i needed to get just some basic stuff like the necessities like order shampoo blah blah, blah. Yeah. um and i do need like just simple f- slides or like flip-flops just yeah. to have yeah that just wear out. And then I stumbled on these lobster slides on Amazon and they were hideous, but for some reason I needed them. So I bought them and they're coming tomorrow. So I'm excited. (laughs) I feel like I do this though often. Like I need to buy one embarrassing or random thing a year at least. Like last year I, I got like this burger purse. Yes. Like I love, I don't even know where it is. But I'll find it and I will, will be wear it. I love it. With my lobster stuff. I personally can't. Yeah. Can you pair them together? Yeah. Because, and can you go out like Yes. That? I do feel like they're wearable outside. I, I'm not going to wear them to the club, but I'll wear it to like everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> So in conclusion, I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons from all of these experiences, namely on what to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
looking back, I don't think there's very much that I wish I still did. Uh-huh. I just, and I feel like the point of this episode was to kind of like step cringe, away from cringe that. on yeah. some of the things, um, mostly, but you did make a good point earlier, like on the whole optimism thing. Like mm-hmm. I wish I still, not that I was still naive because I think that got me into some sticky situations, but yeah. I wish I still had that sense of like optimism yeah, and like hope. Like there's something great just <laughs> and excitement, just like that general zest yeah. for life. <laughs> This makes me sound like one depressed motherfucker. I do have my days where I am that. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. And then other days are more like routine and boring level. And other days I'm excited and I have something to look forward to. Uh Like I, I will say as an adult, I feel like the highlight of my life has become vacations. Oh yeah. I think that's why we value them so much. Yeah. I think for me, looking back at, diaries I think it's nice to have something visual to see or just like even our old memories because like even though especially now I feel like obviously I've talked about it just the whole comparison like oh my gosh where is my life supposed to be but then if you look back to how we were back then it's kind of nice to see like oh well this is how I did progress so that I'm so glad I'm so glad we did um diaries yeah because like it does it gives me something to look back on Mm -hmm. and like yeah, a lot of it's like wow, I was dumb. But it's just <laughs> but cute it's also and cute fun. and it's yeah. funny. And you know, yeah, you're right. It's it's really nice to see how we've kind of like transitioned mm-hmm. and progressed in life. There's um two podcasts I highly recommend if you're if you like this type like reading journals. Yeah. Um, grown ups read things as kids. Ooh, Each episode's just like uh, grown up just reading their angsty diary entries and then another one is the moth i think if you really love storytelling these are my favorite two podcasts all righty here we go here we go this was another episode i i will say so i want to preface um this is episode number 19 Mm -hmm. next week is episode 20 which is our season finale so if there's ever a time to tune in we still don't know what our theme is going to be. Yeah. But if there's ever a time, now is mm-hmm. it. Yes. We're going to be naked next podcast. <laughs> we're we're actually have, naked right now. Yeah, well, let's be real. Well, I'm, I will say I'm not wearing a bra. Ooh, That's kind of the highlight of my day is like taking my bra off when I get home from work. Oh, it is. And I like, it was just one of those days today. Like I just had to let it all hang out. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't care if I had to see you or that we like went to go get dinner. Like, <laughs> wow. I was okay. not, I was not going to wear my bra. No one could tell me to wear a bra. <laughs> and after watching Handmaiden's Tale, I'm like, I'm I can do whatever not, I want. I'm definitely going braless. Like, <laughs> at, mm, maybe like 80% of the time. Yeah. Anyway. And so it goes. Until next time. Bye. Bye.